Blog Talk Radio. Hello, everyone. This is Maricela Morales coming to you with Everything Stay at Home Mom. It's been quite a while, and with me today is Claudia, of course. Hi, Claudia. Hi. How are you? <laughs> Good. What's with the mellow high? It's been a few weeks since I talked to you. I know. I'm beat, so I, I haven't had my coffee yet, so... <laughs> I'll, I'll pep up during the show. <laughs> it's been forever. <laughs> what have you been up to? Oh, nothing. Just had a baby. That's about it. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> oh, I miss you. I don't, don't want to bother you because I know um, if I make the phone ring, maybe I'll wake up the baby. Or It always feels like it's an inconvenient time. So I'm just wondering how it's going. How's he sleeping? How's he eating? How is he? Um, he's doing good. He the only challenge we have is he has some reflux, and mm-hmm. so um, so that makes sleeping a little bit challenging for him. Because even though he burps really good, um, he'll have a little bit of that reflux come up. So it makes it uncomfortable to sleep sleep on his back. So I sleep him in kind of those inclined rockers sometimes, but sometimes that's mm-hmm. not enough of an angle. And he's still uncomfortable. So then we have to pick him up and pretty much hold him or prop him, be creative and prop him up on pillows or, you know, do the unconventional and actually put him on his belly. But, you know, you have to keep constant watch to make sure he's okay. So because of all that, sleep's a little bit of a challenge at night for us. For me, mostly, but also when my husband tries to help me by him watching the baby, he doesn't get much sleep either. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, what do you guys do? Does he help feed him at night, or how do you guys do that? Um, we, I, I'm still breastfeeding exclusively. So I'll just feed him, then my husband will come watch him, I'll go to another room, I'll go sleep, because all the little baby noises wake me up. Mm-hmm. And so then um, my husband will sleep in the same room as the baby, and when the baby fusses and seems ready to eat, he's in about a three-hour eating schedule. So my husband will watch the clock when it seems like the fussing matches the time and all that. He'll come get me. I'll come back, feed him, and then I might leave again for a few more hours of sleep. So that's what it looks like. <laughs> well, that's good that he's on a schedule at night and not doing every hour, right? Yeah, yeah, that is good. It's that's just good. Oh, you know. If if I'm the one with him, I'm I'm still not sleeping because I'm either trying to figure out a position for for him so he can sleep, or mm-hmm. I'm just waking at every little noise he makes. So, yeah. Mhm. Yeah. Wow. Oh well. Yeah. But today's show. Mhm. Oh, thank you. <laughs> but moving on to the topic of today's show, we haven't done. Obviously, haven't done a show in quite a while, mainly because of that. The last one we did was when you tried to trick me into a live show when I was going into labor. (laughs) That was fun. 
<laughs> and um, I was hoping you would be you would keep the phone on and we could, we could hear the whole thing. <laughs> Yeah, no. <laughs> it, it would have had to have been on for like seven more hours after that. <laughs> but um, yeah, so we thought we would talk about my labor experience and natural labor. Don't believe all the hype. <laughs> <laughs> because Claudia did her last two labors naturally, free of medi- any medication. I feel she was a little bit of an influence on me. So I blame her for all the pain I went through. <laughs> this last yeah, I got the idea for the show when um, I was cheering you on and texting you, and then all of a sudden I get a oh after after your labor and delivery the next in the next couple of days, I get a text. I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> like all your texts are nice and sweet and happy all the time. It was like I was like, uh oh, what I do. <laughs> Okay, that's, we'll save it for the show. You can tell me on air why <laughs> you hate me. Obviously, I didn't mean it. I was being a little bit sarcastic. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but yeah, so tell me. Um, you went in, and how many hours, when you left the house, how many hours had you been already um, having pains? Um. So, it was Monday, and it was actually my daughter's birthday, and um, so I had been out all day kind of buying snacks because I hadn't finished my my hospital bag, and so Mm -hmm. I wanted to um, have some snacks with me because this facility I was delivering at this time would allow me to eat through my labor, whereas the first Mm -hmm. one where I had my daughter, as soon as you check in, they don't let you eat anything. And Mm -hmm. so um, I was kind of excited about that, so I wanted to go get some snacks and buy some last-minute things that I was um, hoping to work on the last two weeks before my delivery date, due date. And then it was my daughter's birthday, so I wanted to buy her some balloons and some cupcakes and and some goodies to share with her preschool friends the next day at school. So I was out on my feet, like at the stores, for probably a good three hours that day. Wow. And, um, yeah, and then I came back. I was really tired, and I was thinking, yeah, there's no way my husband made dinner, so I'm... At that point, you know, now he's been really good about it. Um, so <laughs> I picked up a pizza, and we came back, and we ate, did the whole birthday picture thing and all that stuff. And by the time we were done, it was pretty late. It was probably like 8, 8.30. So then I was like, okay, I'm tired. I'm going to go and take a shower. So I went in to take a shower around 9. And I, as I was taking a shower, I kind of felt little pains, you know, mm-hmm. like, Kind of like cramping, but a little bit stronger. But what mm-hmm. I noticed was that it was like periodic. It wasn't just one and that's it, you know. I got another one and then another one. And so when I got out of the shower, I started to watch the clock and I noticed there was a pattern. It was like every, I don't remember how often, eight minutes or something. And then I was like, oh oh I don't think I'm imagining anything. (laughs) I think this is pretty consistent. (laughs) 
So I went and I told my husband, I told him, you know, I'm kind of feeling small contractions and they're pretty consistent. And I have heard they can disappear. Mm-hmm. Um, or you can go on forever at this level. Mm-hmm. I said, so just be forewarned and you might want to start calling some family members to find out who can come over and watch our daughter. Mm-hmm. And so he's like, oh, okay. And then like after half an hour... They were a little bit closer and a little bit stronger. So I'm like, okay, have you called anyone? No. I'm like, well, okay, you better call someone now because I think, I think it's going to happen sooner than later. And he was like, okay. So he's called his mom and all this stuff. And um, he's like, so what should I tell her? I'm like, actually, just tell her she can come over now. <laughs> you know, better safe than sorry. Mm-hmm. And so um, he started to make arrangements for my mother-in-law to come over. And... um I was, like, wanting to finish my daughter's goodie bags for her preschool. <laughs> so, oh, I was, like, on, online, on PicMonkey, designing labels and all that stuff. And oh, then he's, yeah. like, have you made your hospital bag? And I'm, like, no, I'll do it in a little bit. <laughs> and then the contractions got a little closer and a little stronger. I'm, like, okay, yeah, maybe I should stop doing this and go finish my bag. So I started packing my bag, and um, and eventually my mother-in-law got here, and as, she, as my husband was kind of telling her where things were and what needed to be done, I printed a map for her to take our daughter to preschool the next day. I was finishing up the goodie bags and all that stuff. And so we ended up leaving the house like at 11, so probably from 9 to 11. About two hours. Um, But it was very tolerable. It wasn't like, you know, the contractions weren't that bad. But Mm -hmm. um, with my daughter, I had been induced, so I had contractions like that for a long Mm -hmm. time before they got stronger. So I didn't really know what to expect, how long they would last that way or how bad they could possibly get. (laughs) <laughs> so um, we left around 11, and on the way there, I called the hospital, and they said, well, how far apart are they, and how strong, how long are they lasting? And I told them, well, they're not a full minute yet, and they're not five minutes apart, because they had told me, come in when they're five minutes apart, and they last a full minute, and you cannot talk through them. Mm-hmm. And I told them, well, I'm not in that situation, but I live an hour away and I don't want to risk, you know, delivering at home or at a different hospital. (laughs) And so um, they said, okay, yeah, better safe than sorry. Come on in. And so I came in and they're all like total casual, I guess, because I'm guessing most of the women they get that are ready to deliver are like screaming or something. (laughs) I don't know. And so they probably saw, oh, she's totally calm. She's nowhere close, right? So they kind of took it real slow with me. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And so, um, so yeah, I checked in, and they monitored the baby and my pulse and all that. And then they said, okay, well, we're going to check, see how dilated you are. And I think I was only one centimeter. And so then the registered nurse said, I'm going to talk to the to the midwife and see what she thinks, see if we should keep you here or send you home. 
And I'm like, uh, I live an hour away. Oh. <laughs> I'm not going to drive an hour home just to turn right back around and waste two mm-hmm. hours in a car in pain. And she's mm-hmm. like, okay, well, let's see what the midwife says. And I just like gave her this, I want to kill you. <laughs> because by then, the contractions were a little stronger. So, you know, they were starting to get very uncomfortable. And um, so she came back and she said, well, she said to keep you here for two hours and then we'll check you again. And depending how far along you are then, we'll decide whether or not to admit you. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, uh, okay, whatever. <laughs> as long as I'm here a little longer, you know. And then yeah. um, when she left, I look at my husband. I'm like, that's a bunch of bull. <laughs> All this stuff. <laughs> and he's like, calm down, calm down. I'm like, what is she thinking? I'm going to be here two more hours and be five centimeters, and she's going to try to send me home. <laughs> He's like, calm down, let's see where you're at, and all this stuff. I'm like, okay, fine. And then she said, you know, feel free to use the shower, anything you want to use for pain management. And I'm like, can I have a doula? And I'm like, at what point can I have a doula? Because they have a volunteer doula program there. Uh-huh. And then she said, well, once you're admitted, we can put in that request. And I'm like, oh, Fine. So that meant I had to wait at least two more hours, right? Uh And then um, because I'm like my husband and I didn't re-study pain management, so we don't know how to handle it, you know. I don't remember from the first time. And the first time I had back labor, so the the pain management was a little different, you know. Uh And um, so anyway... I was there two more hours, and I dilated to three centimeters. And so she went and gave the midwife the update. The midwife said to admit me. And then um, I requested the doula, and it turned out that there was no doula on call at that time. Oh, so wow. they said, we'll, we'll send out a message to see if anyone can come in. And no mm-hmm. one did. So I was like, crap. I should have hired a doula. <laughs> because uh-huh. that's the whole reason I didn't hire one. Because I'm like, if I'm going to get one for free, why, why spend $1,000? And it wow. ended up not working out. Mm-hmm. And so um, we just did what we could as far as pain management. Like I walked around a little bit just to help it along and um some of the nurses would see me struggle, and they're like, you might want to try this position, you might want to try this, so we would try it. And then um, the pain just kept getting stronger, and then I, at the next check where the nurse would check me, I asked her, um, at what point can I request an epidural? <laughs> and she's like... <laughs> And so this hospital I delivered at, and part of the reason I delivered there was because they promote natural births, uh-huh. um, <laughs> even though epidurals are still available upon request. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I knew that about them, 
but I also knew epidurals were available upon request, so I wanted to request one because I'm like, if it's hurting this bad now and I'm, like, not fully dilated, I can't imagine how much more it's going to hurt. Yeah. (laughs) So at three uh, centimeters, like, what was your pain, like, compared to now that you know how bad it got, how was your pain, like a five? Uh, (laughs) Or more? I would say it's pretty true to the dilation number. So it was probably a three. Okay. okay. All right. So, hang so, in there. So, so probably at three. Probably okay. at three, my pain level is a three. <laughs> now that I know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so, um, so yeah, so I asked, when can I ask for Depedro? And they're like, well, pretty much you can ask at any point, but... You know, if you'd like to try other things for pain management, we highly advise that. Um, And then, you know, maybe you can try the shower or the tub. And then once you've tried that and figured out if it helps you or not, we can then put in the request. And so they kept stalling me like that until finally I'm like, well, can I just put in the request and decide later, (laughs) you know, just to get things going? And they're like, well, yeah, we could do that, but I'd have to tell the midwife so she can fill out the paperwork. I'm like, okay, can you tell her? <laughs> and then they're like, um, okay, yeah, I can certainly get that started for you. Uh, but very, like, hesitant, you know? Mm-hmm. And I'm, like, feeling like they're stalling me, they're stalling me. And they're like, is there anything else you want to try while we get that going? And I said, sure, I'll try the shower. But I honestly don't see what water's going to do for me. <laughs> and so the nurse is like, well, some some people find the shower very relaxing, you know, and the heat from the water will get some really warm water for you. And for some people, that really helps with the pain. And I'm like, all right, fine. You know, I'll try it. Just to say mm-hmm. I tried it. <laughs> and so then... Um, I was in the shower with my husband. He was pointing the little shower head at me. And then the nurse would come in and out. And um, she said, here, you can sit on this chair just so you're more comfortable. So I was sitting on the chair, and he's, like, trying to keep me warm with the water hose and then pointing the water at my belly to try to help with the pain. And, um, like, a lot of people had told me, I don't remember if you were one of them, that it's not pain, it's pressure, <laughs> mm-hmm. and try to yeah. just think of it as pressure. And so I was trying to think of it as pressure, and I was thinking, okay, I can see how some people can psych themselves out into thinking it's just pressure, but this pressure hurts. <laughs> yeah, no, this, it's pain. pain. <laughs> this is painful. Pain. Yeah. <laughs> And then, um, I know this is too much information, but I had been a little constipated before, right? This is normal in pregnancy. And those previous days had been worse. And so Mm -hmm. I had this pressure, not only of the baby, but I felt that I needed to go as well. And so I'm like, (laughs) ah, what do I do? And it's the same muscles, right, that you use? Mm -hmm. And so then... I'm like, you know, I need to get rid of at least that pressure of feeling I need to go, right? 
And so I was mm-hmm. in the shower, and at that point, you just don't care, right? I mean, there's no shame. Nurses mm-hmm. are used to it anyway. And so I was telling the nurse, I'm like, I have to go. I'm like, it's normal to feel, and she's like, it's normal to feel that way. I'm like, yeah, I know, but I have to go. I said, so Mm -hmm. I have to push. I feel I need to push. And she's like, well, um, it's a natural feeling, and if it comes out, don't worry about it. I'm like, I know, but I'm going to push it out, (laughs) you know. (laughs) And so I said, I feel I have to push. And so... I was pushing, and it's the same muscles, and, I mean, I was still like, what about that epidural, <laughs> you know? And she's like, at this point, she, I, I knew she knew it was too late, but um, she was kind of telling me, okay, well, as soon as you feel you can step out of the shower, we'll dry you up, get you on the bed, and get that going for you. And I said, okay. And as soon as we converse that it's like the contractions would not stop and the thing is even since before the shower my contractions were peaking like two at a time like one wouldn't fully die out before the second one would start so it would be like three peaks together before I would get Mm -hmm. a little break and I don't know if that's normal for everyone but I hadn't gotten that at least I don't remember experiencing that the first time Mm -hmm. and so um so that was happening in the shower but a lot quicker like I was getting maybe a two second break between contractions and so it was just getting really painful and really the contractions really strong really close together and I just told her I'm like I have to push and so I was pushing really hard, as hard as I can, and <laughs> something came out. I won't describe it to not gross anyone out. Um, but then afterwards, I still felt the urge to push, and I was like, I don't care. I'm going to do it. And um, and I felt like a burning, right? Mm-hmm. And so that's pretty much when the baby crowns. And mm-hmm. so... I told her, it's burning, and she's like, okay, okay, Um, let's get you out. Let's try to dry you up. If if you feel you have a little break between contractions, let us know. We'll help you dry up and get you on the bed and see if we can get that epidural. She, at this t- point, she was lying to me because she knew it wasn't happening. And um, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and so, um, so, yeah, so... I knew there wasn't going to be a long break, but as soon as one contraction ended, I was I just like stood up and I said, "Okay, dry me, come on, let's go." <laughs> and so, um, oh, I forgot the part where when when I was pushing, when I had first gotten the urge to push, I was pushing so hard that I actually pushed. I think the pushing is what caused um, my water to break, mm-hmm. and um, it just like exploded, you know. Like, Mm -hmm. that whole thing they show, like, on TV shows where it just splatters or whatever. So that's pretty much what it was like, but in the shower. And it got on, like, my husband's shoes and stuff. And he's like, he splattered me. I'm like, ah, whatever. (laughs) It's just water. (laughs) (laughs) And, uh, And so, anyway, yeah, when I got that little break, I stood up. They joined me off. Helped me to the bed. I got on the bed, 
and I just kept feeling the contractions and the urge to push, and it just hurt. I'm I just can't describe how much it hurt. It just hurt a lot. I mean, I was crying out to God and Jesus, help me, <laughs> help me survive. <laughs> I I knew I'd survive, but I was like, help me, oh, my God, <laughs> it's so painful. I was screaming at the top of my lungs. I'm pretty sure I woke up everyone that was <laughs> checked into the hospital. <laughs> it was it was really painful. And uh, yeah, now I know what you mean, that when you just have the urge to push, you get the urge to push. I mean, previously I felt pressure, and that's why I felt I needed to push, like in the shower. But it wasn't that uncontrollable push. Like when the baby's ready to come out, there's the uncontrollable urge to push. You know, it's real different, right? It's like your body is pushing, like without you, and then you know that you have to help it. But it's gonna put. It's almost like it's gonna push without you anyway. Oh yeah, but you don't. You know, you don't want to let it do it by itself because it needs help, you know. But I remember that when the nurse was saying, like, oh, don't push yet. And I was like, well, you can tell me that all you want, but my body is pushing, you know. And yeah. the only way I'm going to get relief is if I help it, you know. And, um, yes. Yeah. No, you just have to listen to your body at that point. And um, my uh, nurse was really good. Like, my doctor was a new doctor, you know, and she was scared. And so my nurse was a huge help. And I remember um, the doctor said, don't push. And the nurse said, well, go ahead and push. Um, but because we don't think you're ready to yet, you know, just push very slowly and very carefully. And so that helped. That helped to relieve pressure from me, you know. And uh, But, yeah. So <laughs> Slowly wow. and carefully sounds like a bunch of BS to me as well. <laughs> no, it, it, no, because... Um, it really isn't because um, with my first three kids, I didn't know what I was doing. I was just scared mm-hmm. and, like, being mm-hmm. scared and, and having the epidural and pushing when they tell me to push and I can't feel stuff, you know. That's mm-hmm. when I tore because I, I, I would just push. And they'd be like, push now, you know. And when yeah. I didn't have the epidural and I knew and they were telling me, you're not ready, so if you push, it might tear, you know. I, I wanted to avoid that because I knew I couldn't have a... I had to come home, and I had my little baby boy at home mm. already, you know, and mm-hmm. the girls, and I wasn't going to have a real, going to be in bed, you know. <laughs> I was going to start working yeah. pretty soon after I got home, you know. And um, so I wanted to avoid tearing a lot, and um, yeah. it was doable. It was, contr- I was able to do it controlled. Well, but, I, I mean, must have not controlled it because I just wanted him out, and I tore, so. <laughs> oh, Oh, and that's that. Um, that just stings so much in the recovery, you know. That's hard. Yeah, so I mean, care. it it did sting, but I did. I I'm almost healed, and it's healed a lot faster than with my first labor. So. Oh, good. Yeah. Good. And how old is your baby now? Um, my new baby. Yeah. Oh, three weeks. Three weeks. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. I'm three weeks old now. Oh, but yeah. You're back and I can talk to you. Can I call you? Now? <laughs> well, I, I don't quite have a. Yeah, you can call me anytime, but I don't quite have a schedule fully figured out. Um, okay. Mainly because of the lack of sleep at night. 
you know, I try to sometimes snooze throughout the day, so the time I snooze is not always consistent. But um, my phone's always on vibrate, so it's if I don't oh, want to be woken up, I'll just have it away from me. <laughs> so don't worry about okay. that. Oh, cool. But, yeah, so, I mean, we have about two and a half minutes left on the show. <laughs> so the whole, like, the title of the show was Natural Labor, Don't Believe the Hype. Was I mean, for me, it's mainly, like, the amount of pain. I know there's risks in having an epidural and all that stuff. And some people feel very strongly against it. Oops, we have 90 seconds left. Um but I think I would revisit the possibility of net epidural if I were to have a third kit. <laughs> because it just hurts so much. <laughs> you know. And I know that that, natu- that natural pain helps the labor move along faster, but I'm not sure it's worth it. <laughs> yeah. It was worth it. You did so good. And the next time will be... People know what's happening more, and every time it gets easier. And I'm so <laughs> so I'm not strong. letting you brainwash me. <laughs> well, I have to start now because I don't know when you're going to have your next one. So it might take years. <laughs> the brainwashing must start must begin now. <laughs> well, I don't have that much time in my biological clock, but. Oh <laughs> well, congratulations! I'm so glad to hear you and hear the babies are good and. Um, Oh, I'm just so happy, so happy about everything. So <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thanks so much. But yeah, that's that's our show. I mean, we weren't going to go into details about pros and cons of of natural labor versus medicated, but um, it's just my personal experience, and you know, trying to contradict Claudia. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know I was so excited for you. I thought I was in labor. I was like really funny when I was, I was like, why am I being like this? Not in labor. Like, so, we had sympathy so labor. Funny. Yeah. All right. Well, that's a wrap for this show or this episode anyway. So thanks everyone. Make sure you find us on our blog, everythingshm.net, and you can connect with us on social media through there. Please leave us a rating if you have the time. Please, please, please. It helps us reach more mommies. Thank you, everyone. Thank you, Claudia. Thanks. Bye-bye. Okay, bye-bye.